Coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 32, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where one of us can grow a beard and the other, not so much. My name is Anthony. And I'm George. And today we are joined by not one, but two guests who we asked to come on for a very special Pokemon Sword Shield debate. We're joined by the wonderful Tommy, aka Nightwing593, and Justin, aka Justinius Bills. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Thanks for having us. It's our first four-way. Oh my god, it is oh, our first yeah. four-way. Uh, fun and fact: repeat. I'm on part of history. We tried a four-way a long time ago, and it went horribly off, and we not posting a podcast that week. <laughs> 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 it was like one of the guys was just like fucking around watching TV, and it was super loud, and we could hear it. And the other one was doing something in the kitchen, and it was just so loud, and we were like, uh, "George is like, oh, I'm not feeling. I gotta go." And I think George, I sent you a text, and was like. Hey, man, I don't know if you're feeling well or not, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just like, uh, I don't know, I, I, I think I gotta go. And that was before, like, mics and all that shit, so, like, I was just natively re- recording off, uh, like, the computer, and, like, not even had headphones, so it was just like, oh my god, this is a wreck. Yeah, it was but, trash. Uh, Thank you, gentlemen, for coming. I'm really excited. We're going to have uh, actually two different topics. We're going to have a Pokemon Sword Shield topic, and then uh, Tommy's going to give his thoughts on uh, the on, on E3. We'll be doing those ones first. But before we get to that, let's hop into this housekeeping. If you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button. And sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents. Four ninety-nine or nine ninety-nine per month. Oh my god, Aeon. You can cancel at any time. Now, find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, uh, twitch.tv slash Dad's Beards Nerds. And if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you can find that link in our Twitter bio. Also, it'll be in all of our show notes. So uh, that link should be in there. So even if you can't click it, copy it, paste it, do it that way. Next up. You can find George on Twitter at ghioco. That's G H I O C O. And you can find me, Anthony, on Twitter and Instagram at dadbodplays. Uh, last up is our DBN. Uh, well, it's not an indie game, but we'll just go DBN game of the month giveaway. And for the month of June, we are giving away Disgaea PC. That's, I believe, like the enhanced best edition of Disgaea. Uh, you'll be getting it for Steam. And if you want to be part of that giveaway, all you got to do is go to the Discord, join up, and yeah, you can be a part of that. So, without further ado, we're going to start off with what we always do. What are we playing? Tommy, you go first. Uh, I'm playing Destiny 2 currently and haven't really stopped in about a week and a half. <clears throat> okay, Destiny 2. Uh, because the new season uh, DLC just came out, and it's awesome. Oh, you actually enjoying it? Oh, yeah. They added this uh, PVE uh, <clears throat> mode called the Menagerie. Mm-hmm. That's just three of you like getting it on. A horde. It's six. It's six people actually, Ooh. and it's a horde of like just different boss encounters and stuff like that. And it's some of the most fun I've had in Destiny in five years. Okay, that's okay. awesome. 
So just Destiny, that's it? All Destiny. All Destiny. Uh, all pretty day. much since the Overwatch event ended. That's all I've been doing. Alright, Justin? What you've been playing. Uh, and because you're like because you build shit, I'm gonna also give you the option to talk about what you've been building. Oh man, let's see. I have really honestly not been building very much. I've been super busy with work. Uh but I have been spending a lot of my time playing Minecraft, which is super weird. <laughs> no, 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 no. Minecraft <laughs> Minecraft still holds up, man. Every uh every couple years Minecraft grabs me for like a solid month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well they they I, I happen to jump on it. And they added like the pirate ships or whatever, where like you can find sunken ships. Okay. And then I, I I told my boys about it. I was like, "Yo, this is super dope." So we we all jumped on and play like together online. And they did a new patch, and it completely fucked like the Nether and our maps and like everything. So we had to start a new club tonight, and uh, you know, getting things back up to snuff. Okay. All right. So all Minecraft. Pretty much. I mean, like I said, I've been building a little bit. You saw I dropped a, I dropped a new build. The one we talked about last time, that's officially out. <clears throat> I actually just love all your builds. So I appreciate that. I just hate the fact that you're so fucking good at it, and I just want to go over there. I want to break your fucking hands. Don't do that, because then I can't make two Damn. changes anymore. With my mouth, guys. With my mouth. By break, I mean lick. Okay, Maybe then. Maybe if they're inside me, I can absorb some of your talent. <laughs> uh, pineapples. Oh, <laughs> lots of pineapples. All right, next up, George. What are you playing? I will say, what are you building, <laughs> George? What are you playing? Oh man, I, I not, pretty much the same thing I as last week. Just a little bit of their billions here and there. Um, really looking forward to the campaign releasing um, on the 16th. So a couple more days. Yeah, I've just been grinding away at it, slowly cranking up the difficulty and testing myself. That game looks super good. It, it's it it's awesome. If you enjoy any RTS element games, you'll really enjoy this. The they, they've gone in so much detail with the zombies, even like the amount of noise that you make attracts them. So you have to. There's there's a lot of pros and cons. Like even building a building can ca attract unwanted attention. So. I like the, the like just the, the sheer number of zombies that can like come after you. But the the whole premise of that game is really appealing to me. I'm not very good at RTS games, but it's it, I don't know, just something about it's just so different that I wanted to jump into it. The soundtrack they 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 absolutely nailed it. It that final wave music kicks in and it every time my heart is racing. Like I love that feeling. Yeah, it's 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 a great system. Um, I've played a couple player-made uh, campaign, supposedly, uh, modes online, and there's a lot of potential with the game and a lot of different things that you can do with it, even in the map editor, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, what the official team has come up with over the last year, because um, they've really poured their, themselves into this, and they haven't skimped on it at all. It's a fantastic game. I still need to pick it up. I still need to buy it, damn it. I'm really hoping it goes on Humble Bundle. Uh, but it, it definitely deserves my 30. That and, uh, what is it, uh, the RPG on Nintendo Switch. Oh, my God. Octopath Traveler. Oh, Octopath, Octopath Traveler's yeah. on Steam now. I need to buy that as yeah. well. I loved Octopath. I don't, again, I don't play a lot of JRPGs. The, the one thing I didn't like about Octopath is that um, it kind of scales, the, like, as you progress. And if yeah. you, like, you know, you're trying to build out your party when you start, and it's such a slog, like, trying to get through everybody's intro. 
with its scaling. But outside of that, it's a really, really good JRPG. One of the games that I've been playing skills. Segway, George, were you good? By the way, what those are your games on you were playing? That was that's that, that's <laughs> it. That's it. I'm good. <laughs> All right, Segway into what I've been playing, boys and girls. Check it out, Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm back on my shit. I'm over here grinding away, fighting metal slimes and metal goo, so I can get that big top-notch experience. Cause guess what? Daddy's got to get them level points because I'm trying to get all them sweet and saucy special skills. That's right. We've got a sphere grid in this game, and I love it. Anyways, it's probably like if you want a really grindy RPG, anyone who's ever played a Dragon Quest game, uh, it, that is what Dragon Quest is. It's half the game, realistically, if you want to uh, count the story and everything else as being the other half, but it is scratching that itch. Not to mention, it's a beautiful game. It is a beautiful game. I love it. Next up, I have been playing Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions on my uh, phone, my phone, mobile. Been doing that mobily, so. You know, you mentioned that a couple episodes ago, and I keep meaning to pick it up. And you know what? Out of all the Final Fantasies they have on uh, the phone, because I have Final Fantasy 2, <clears throat> I've got Final Fantasy 3, the remade edition, the one that they did for the DS, and I have Final Fantasy Tactics. Tactics is the one that was, I mean, even before it ever came to the phone, like the the mobile port just made sense because it's it's tactical. You're on the grid based. Uh, it just makes sense and it works so perfectly. Not to mention they give you options to kind of zoom out. I just wish that <clears throat> they would give me a turbo option because it's an older RPG and just like Final Fantasy VII, it's very slow. It's just tactics is just a tiny bit fast. It's tactics is as fast as you make it realistically. Yeah. But with games like Final Fantasy VII, I wish that all the remasters and stuff we're getting, I wish there was a turbo mode or whatever that can make at least battle go by faster, especially in Final Fantasy VII. But, yeah, so Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions. Yeah, it's only and... $5.99 on the Google Play Store. It's not bad. <clears throat> Which one, Tactics? Tactics, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm I purchasing mean, it right now. <laughs> phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Uh, and I can't recommend picking it up enough. Like I was talking about, was it an episode or two ago? I have, still, to this day, I have no idea what the fuck the story's about. But, uh, great game. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love it. I, I mean, George... does anyone ever truly know a Final Fantasy story? <clears throat> yeah, Final Fantasy VIII was uh, at one point about time travel. Uh, I think we talked about this as well. The third act just totally falls apart uh, and, and just devolves into fucking nonsense about some out-of-time dimension sorceress that wasn't the real enemy, but now it's it's just... It's just Log. All I know I, is, is you go kill cactors and you get more AP. Well, I mean, geez, did you guys see that the Final Fantasy VII remake, the first game, is going to be on two Blu-ray discs? Yes. Like that thing is massive. I've and got. It's not leaving uh, Midgar. I know it's just inside Midgar. So I mean, that makes sense because that's like the first. I'm cool with it. Yeah, that's like the first. I want to say like third of the first game, in my opinion, right? I think it's only. I think it's like the first like three to five hours, depending on how you play. I've got thoughts on that, but I'll yeah, say that for Tom thoughts. thoughts on that one as well. Oh, I love it! It, it seems like <laughs> it seems like uh, Justin and I are somehow unified uh, on all fronts. When it seems like George and Tommy will be unified on all fronts without ever even Kinda. knowing it. This is all a right. this is the last podcast we'll ever do together. I think. <laughs> <laughs> George and I are going to go yeah. start a podcast. I know. Anthony and Justin are going to yeah, have yeah. one. You, 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 I like that. Tom is like George and I are gonna start a podcast called uh, 
uh, nerds with beards that don't have shitty beards like, like Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> no, my beard is pretty <laughs> shitty. All right, it'll be called Dad Pod, uh, Dad Bod's Lame Podcast. <laughs> okay, so we talked about what we're playing, so let's take a quick break. We're gonna get an ad from Anchor, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna jump into Tommy's E3 thoughts. Let's do it. And we're back from that break. I hope you enjoyed the ad. Uh, Anchor, just want to say real fast, thank you so much for allowing us to read ads and make a little bit of revenue. We appreciate it, and we think it's awesome. Now, topic number one. We got two topics tonight. Topic number one. Tommy's been taking notes about E3, and to be honest, this was, uh, in my opinion, it wasn't like a bad E3. It wasn't a good E3. and It was kind of a meh E3 for me, but there were some awesome stuff that came out of it. You know, every E3 is hype. It's just like, some E3s aren't as hype as others, but I feel like every E3 is pretty fucking dope. Tommy's been taking notes. So, Tommy, you are our E3 correspondent. So, welcome to topic number one. Tommy's E3 thoughts. Scoo-doo-doo-doo is Tommy and his E3 thoughts. Perfect. So, I'm going to start this just in order of the conferences. Okay. EA, I didn't really watch. I just saw the Star Wars stuff because I knew the schedule and the rest was just a waste of my time. Shout out to Greg Miller. And- Killing it. Yeah. Like, and from the rest of it, it sounds like that's just the general consensus. That, like, the EA one was was just, eh. Like, not great. I'm, I'm not gonna, like, talk bad about it, because, like I said, I didn't see it. I mean, like, relevance uh, for me was, uh, like, Star Wars and Apex. I don't really play Apex that much, but I don't think they're doing anything, like, creatively innovative in FIFA, uh, MLB, yeah. Madden at the moment, so... And I feel it's crazy because in, in their conferences for that, like they, they gloss over it so like quickly because everybody knows what to expect because it's it's a yearly thing. But uh, they went really big on the new uh, new weapon and new playable character for Apex. Uh, we got that Star Wars. Uh, what's it called? Star Wars. Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order. We got that Jedi Fallen uh, Order playthrough, which looked pretty cool. Seemed a little floaty. Uh, although I will say this. I see a stamina bar on some of those enemies, and they're getting a little soulsy with it, which is pretty cool. So like, um, I am hyped for that game. I just yeah, it looks it looked really good to me too. I'm I'm super hyped for it. I I want to see more. It looks kind of slow, and the Jedi weren't like if the Jedi wanted to, they were really fast. But I get the mission that we watched. He was supposed to be a little more stealthy. Yeah. So I'm hoping that there are other missions where uh, like showcases like Jedi's just fucking shit up with disregard for everything. And then, you know, uh, was it uh, Anthem got a little bit in there? Uh, I don't think anybody really cared. And, like, uh, I wish they had uh, talked more about Anthem because I want Anthem to be better than it is. I do. Uh, Some guy was like booing during the Anthem thing, if I recall correctly. I don't either. Like that's the sad thing. Bioware really dropped the ball. Like again, I, I I will stand by. I think the game is fun. I think the gameplay is a lot of fun. The problem is they just don't fucking support it or don't say anything about it uh i don't know at least in my that. opinion i've i've never played it but uh everything i've heard about mm-hmm. it is like that there's no actual content it's like a very strict i mean that falls game. into support there's but but like, like like they did patches and they added a bunch of stuff and people were like yeah, yeah, yeah we like this and then they patched and took that stuff out that it's did. like they're it's like they're doing the opposite of what should be healthy for the game. Because well, they were like, we accidentally increased loot drops. Oh, shit. 
uh, <laughs> let's undo that, and then they disabled loot drops by mistake for that same thing. Yeah, and I know they took, like, an entire type of loot out. Like, there was, like, some special uh, yeah. tests. Oh, no, it was stat. It was all... No, I'm, I'm thinking something else. No, he's did... talking about the cosmetics. Well, no, 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 there was, there was a special kind of chest that you could get. And and the community was kind of upset about it at first because it was kind of misleading the way it was, I guess. Yep, the cosmetic out. chests that were supposed and, to have uh, armor and they don't. Yeah, and then they they fixed it and everybody seemed to be pretty happy about it. And then they just took them out altogether. Huh. So I don't oh. know. I, I don't play it. I just kind of loosely follow it and it just... I, it's one of those things that, like, I don't really ever want a game to fail. Like, you know, I, I want people to go out there and be able to play, like, games that they enjoy and things that look nice. Yeah. And, and I want them to enjoy them. But, like, I just, I don't have any faith in EA. And as soon as that game got announced, I was like, it's something that looks like something that I would like to play. But it's EA, so I'm, I don't think it's going to be what I want. And I Understandable. 100% correct. Uh, I was going to say, like, mm. the gameplay, the flying... So smooth, so great, which makes it even more disappointing when they just drop the ball on it like they do. All right, so I'm going to move us along, but I will say yep. this in closing for Anthem. If you want a very, very great review on like Anthem when it first came out, check out Fran Marabella's uh, review of it. I felt it was super honest. It wasn't biased. And it he was did a just, very good job on that. Yeah, it was a very great review. I think that his YouTube channel is like FM3 underscore. Check out his review on Anthem. It's no, probably I think the it's best. Fran Mirabella. Oh, it's just Fran Mirabella? Okay, well, check it out. I believe so. It, it's going to be the best review you'll see on, on Anthem. It, definitely criticizing it, but also giving it props for what it does right. Okay, yeah. uh, next, Tommy, next thing. Uh, with the Microsoft conference. Now, mm -hmm. I, thought the micro I thought Microsoft had a very solid conference. I thought it was good. Um, <clears throat> I, was very, I, was, I was impressed with the fact that they showed Scarlet. <clears throat> they were like, Halo's launching with it day one i'm like they haven't done that since halo one and they yeah. need that yeah That's I, awesome. I i was gonna say like i xbox came out strong they really did i agree yeah all i have to say is spirit fair i mean minecraft dungeons oh yeah yeah, yeah. Minecraft, minecraft dungeons Diablo. <laughs> i showed i showed my kids that trailer and they were they were stoked for that so I, uh I, my my daughter happened to walk in the living room when that was playing and noticed that it was Minecraft and her jaw dropped. She's three. Yeah. I So, Microsoft was smart unveiling Stadia. Not Stadia. Fucking A, Anthony. xCloud and killing Stadia? <laughs> wow. And you're fired. And hashtag fake gamer, hashtag fake nerd. Go ahead and just throw it in everything, guys. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, no, the Scarlet, they were super smart jumping ahead and being the first, being able to reveal that before sony but the second sony yeah. was like we're not going to e3 like it would it should have been a no-brainer that they would they would unveil scarlet yeah um i think the biggest win for gamers that watched the conference is isn't any single game coming out it's not gears 5 it's not scarlet it's not even cyberpunk although the keanu reveal was some of the hypest at e3 it's owners of Game Pass. Oh, they're, the like, they're, they're definitely the real winners out of all this. Oh, yeah. Like, getting, like, 65 titles added to Game Pass on launches. Like, Blair Witch. Blair Witch Gears. looks dope. Blair Witch is going to scare the hell out of me. Also, 12 minutes. better believe I'm going to play it. 12 minutes looks super <laughs> 12 good, too. Minutes 12 looks minutes amazing. looks sick. Outer Worlds? 
don't know how to don't know what, what to think about Outer Worlds. I was yet. like, and eh. I wish that they would have showed like actual gameplay instead of like a cinematic trailer. Yeah, well, that's, that's... Like a, looks like they're trying to mix up Borderlands with Fallout New Vegas. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. I was like, I, I get like this Borderlands and Fallout Five mm. all at the same time with this game. Well, like I don't know if those two can be like accurately mixed because are you like a, you either make a Fallout game or you make a Borderlands game. There's really no in between. And like, look yeah, at Rage. When they tried. They made Rage Two. Well, even Rage Two is 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 way more on the Borderlands side than it is on on any other like side. Like, I think even they realized. But like, I don't know, man. That combat looks, it looks weird. Uh, I, I guess only time will tell when people get their hands on it whether it's good or not. But I mean, Rage didn't review bad. Rage. A lot yeah. of people said Rage was a really good game, but for whatever reason, it just didn't sell very well. I'll give it's you an in-depth review of Outer Worlds. It's because it comes nobody out has faith in Bethesda. That's why Rage didn't sell well. I mean, yeah. people are right to not have faith in Bethesda. Uh, I think there's a little bit of bias there. I'm going to get to that in the right. conference. See, like, right. part, no, of me, part of me loves Bethesda because, like, I am a Fallout fan. But 76 was just an absolute and still is a shit show. I think it's even free to play right now. And I'm like, nope, I'm not even going to try it. Yeah, uh, I downloaded it to try, and I I didn't hate it, but I definitely see why people would be upset if they paid full price for it. Yeah, so, I, I I can't support that. Like, I just I, can't. Like, I just want to throw this out out there that seventy six got re reviewed by Game Informer, and Game Informer probably I probably did one of the weirdest things I think I've seen anybody do. Game Informer re reviewed it and gave it a nine point five out of ten. I, I don't know no. in any fucking world no that way. a game can be as bad as it is at launch and then all of a sudden be elevated to a nine point. Now, let me put my uh my conspiracy money. for a minute and put something on there. Money, okay, money, 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 money. This, this is a, this is a legit a legit review. <laughs> like I looked in it and it was like nine point five out of ten. What? Yeah. Like I said. Conspiracy could be way off. Owned by GameStop. GameStop has way too many copies of Fallout. What's one way you sell it? You update the review. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I Listen, I don't want to believe that, but at the same time, it makes sense. There, As someone who knows how the insides of GameStop works, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Yeah, it yeah, I just don't. When I saw that, it was like, we gave it another chance because a lot has changed and blah, 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 and I was just like, Wow, and it, the 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 re-review was only one. You know, on GameStop, when you see the reviews in in the back, they're usually like, I want to say three three columns worth of of words because the way they they call them the yeah. you know their paragraphs and stuff. It was one, maybe three quarters of only what one column would be, maybe half. How are you going to give something a nine point five and only in 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 Game Informer paragraphs? And, and anyone who's seen the Game Informer knows what I'm talking about. Only give it one column of words. You cannot drastically change your review on something. That better be your centerpiece. Oh, like what are you just giving us the fucking cliff notes? This I, I need like eight pages of why this game is a nine point five now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're gonna give something a nine point five, it needs to be like featured. That's yeah. wild. Uh E three. The two other things I really loved from Microsoft, and then I'll move on to Bethesda, which this is a hit or miss. People probably don't give a damn about these two. I'm super pumped to get a Dragon Ball Z RPG. That looked dope it's to me. It's an open world RPG. I'm 
it came super out of left field, and I'm mad that I got to play Goku, but it looks really good. Give me a Vegeta and, RPG. Yes, let me be the Prince of All Saints. Let me be a well, cocky bastard. Let me be. Let me be Vegeta <laughs> while he's working for Frieza. Let me be Vegeta before he works for. And then, okay, and then, um, and then end it. End it when he gets in the pod. Here's how it goes. You get Vegeta's life up until you know you're going blah blah blah. You get some big badass fight before you come to Earth. And then the way it ends is, is Vegeta gets the team from Raditz, hops in, hops in his pod, goes, you know, the shoe closes, and then, and then it ends. What? Give me that. Give me that shit. I'll put that all over my face. I'll stroke it till it blasts all over my fucking face. Like, give me it. it this is literally becoming like, like two sides of the podcast real quick. And I dig it. But then Lego Forza DLC. I'm uh, all that, about it. I, I thought that was really weird. I don't really have any feelings on it besides that. Like, it's weird, but Horizon's wacky to begin with. Yeah. And why not? <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, yeah. It's like, uh, well, like, we might as well. They wheels in the last one. And if we're not getting a Forza game this year, why not get a fun expansion? Yeah, I'm all for it. Forza's kind of turning into, like, that, like, Madden like MLB type thing, right? Where it's Forza might get to a point one day where it realistically is like every year, which it pretty much is now, or it goes to a like DLC type thing and it becomes a game as a service. This is the first year since I think 2012 that there hasn't been a new. But the Forza games have a pretty cult following, like a, a, enough oh, yeah. of a following and a player base buying those games to warrant it being uh, like getting a new one every year. Like, I was watching someone play uh, the, the more recent one. Was it Forza Horizons? Yeah, Horizon 4. Uh, Horizon 4, and I was just like, man, this game looks really pretty. Like, this game looks it, good. It's so good. Just, what, what did you guys think of the Microsoft conference? I thought the Microsoft conference was good. I think I think I watched about three quarters of it, though, and then had to do something. So I got all the way up into when they did the, the reel with 12 minutes in, when they were showing off some of those indie games. Uh, Spirit uh-huh. Fair is what caught my eye the most. The Cyberpunk uh, 2070, 2077 reveal with Keanu was cool. But I think Spirit Fair, for whatever reason it did, just that's what grabbed me out of their whole conference was like this really cool indie game that I want to know more about and like showcased on... on that was one of the games I showcased it in news this week. Just because I was like, holy shit, this game looks good. Like, looks okay. emotional. It looks really good. It kind of like... I feel like it's going to grab me the same way Stardew Valley did. Just kind of like, okay. just get me. It's going to be kind of this niche game. Uh, I didn't get to see the Halo Infinite uh, trailer. I didn't get to see the the Scarlet stuff. And Minecraft Dungeons looks dope. Um, it really does. Game of the year. Calling it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Like, it does. It looks simple enough, but it looks just not simple enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I watched like some gameplay. Like, they went over it and they explained some of the items and stuff. It just looks good. All right. Who was after Microsoft? Bethesda. Okay. Now, I will preface this by saying I think that that was the biggest waste of time. Uh, They could have showed me... We watched Ubisoft, Thomas. They could have showed me three trailers on YouTube, and I would have been just as happy. I'll start with the the positive of what I liked of it. Okay. Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop, I really want to see more of those. Those looked really, really cool especially Ghostwire. Like, that is one of my favorite things from E3. Like, hands down, one of my favorite reviews. 
this is gonna sound weird because you if we watched it together. I actually yeah. feel the opposite. I'm more excited about Deathloop than I am about mm-hmm. Ghostwire, just because uh, I have no idea what Ghostwire is even about or how it's gonna play or anything like that with Deathloop. It kind of advertised itself, like you know exactly what's going on, so I know okay. what to expect, and I feel like that's gonna kind of grip me. Like I'm, I'm leaning more towards like if I had to pick between the two right now, Deathloop. Uh huh. Well, part of it for Ghostwire for me is who's working on it. I was gonna Please, say that, I have a yeah, lot the of one that did uh... in him because he made Resident Evil Four. <laughs> Ghostwire, Ghostwire is not the one with uh, the creative director from uh, uh, the girl with the witch with the hair. The girl with the. Witch. I'm not sure. Uh, Bayonetta. Yeah, it, isn't that the the creative director? No, 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 that was. I think that was like a wasn't that a platinum game. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay I was yeah, off. This, wow. I was the, Ghostwire is. I wasn't it's the same people who did title. Evil Within. Evil Within. Yep. Okay. Okay. I know what you're talking about now. It's the one with. Uh, the guy in the front, color, they showed the dude wearing that, like, Japanese mask. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's it. So how, how long uh, was their public apology for Fallout 76? <laughs> uh, about five minutes. <laughs> he just, uh, who, who's the main Bethesda guy? Todd Howard. Todd Howard. Todd Howard, just, Todd Howard was like, I just really want to apologize. And to do that, I've brought my friend uh, John here. As you can see, he's, he's a really nice guy. Uh, John? Here's the bottle of lube. Uh, Todd Howard then pulls down his pants, bends over, and says, "Well, give it to me, big boy." Hell's on you. <laughs> give it to me, big boy. I'm doing this for you, the fans. But, but it was really disingenuous because he seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, like uh, Fallout 76 was, in my opinion, one of the biggest low points of this conference. Oh, they did. Uh, they showed it off, really. Uh, oh, they, yeah. They showed. They announced that NPCs are coming to the game. I, I was so. And it got thunderous applause. Why are you gonna applaud something that should have been there at launch? That's yeah. fake. No way. That was that real applause. Did they pan to the crowd applauding? Yeah. No. Did they have an applause sign that was going off? That's Same why I won't I play that fucking game. If you held a gun to my head, I wouldn't do it. I I was excited that that they acknowledged that they screwed up. And they told everybody that they were sorry, and they're like, "Look, we're making strides to fix it." Like, I I appreciate that. I can respect that too, but I'm oh, still. Oh yeah, I hundred percent respect that yeah. they owned up to it. But you guys aren't seeing what it is, what it really is. It's a sorry we got caught apology. No, exactly. hundred percent. That's the worst kind of apology. We shouldn't give them a pass for that. No, 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 they, they don't get a pass, but it's the, it's better than what like EA does. It's like I don't know. The, I think that's EA. Important. EA didn't acknowledge that that Anthem was a colossal failure and that it was their fault. They're just like, okay, they did a little bit actually. Like Bioware did talk about that. They were like, we're working on it. We want to be better. I don't know. I'm just tired of I'm just tired of beta testing Bethesda games for the first year that it's out. I agree, hundred percent. And it's gonna gonna happen forever. They're putting a battle royale in Fallout seventy six. Why? I'm intrigued. Of course they are. I'm intrigued by it, but. I, I don't know how I feel about it. My reason, my logic of why is because the game sold like garbage. They need well, something no, no, no. to... That, that's 100% why, but it's like they the way they advertised it in the trailers, it's like you get to be the overseer, but what 
do you get? What do you as do? The overseer. That's what, what I. What do you want. do after your overseer? Is it just game over? Good job. Play over. Like win again. Get another overseer and do nothing. Probably. Yeah. Like if, if it's if it's just a title, like it's like. Like let's the be overseers, real. Overseers, which are called when you win, that's dumb. But if there's something that's tied to being overseer, that's pretty. Is awesome. it is it called a fork sprite? Would like to announce a battle royale fork sprite. I know it sounds a lot like Fortnite, but it's not. But you can also build during it, which is totally original to a battle oh, royale. Yeah, they they did show that off too. Um, yeah. Do you? Oh yeah, the battle royale. They're like they're like. Do you like the clunkiest building mechanics ever in any game ever invented? Congrats, because you can build in this game. Uh, Fort Fortnite. Who? Never heard of it. Anyways, uh, you can build in this battle royale. <laughs> It was pretty apparent that like building was going to be a part of the battle royale, and I was like, "Uh, God, you want a, the most, most annoying, most clunky and building, the building mechanic?" Was very much like building the sanctuary type stuff. That is the worst. That is, well, listen. If you're still playing Fallout 76 and you love it, good on you. I'm happy you found something you love. Uh, I've said it before. The game looks amazing, even though it's the same exact engine, same everything from Fallout 4, just with the color. But I will say this. With color, it does make the game look better. It does look like it is better rendered, which is wild that just color can do that. But the game is hot garbage, just like No Man's Sky was hot garbage. It's less hot garbage now. Still boring, in my opinion. But it is what it is. Holy shit. Bethesda, I'm sorry we got caught. Here's a battle royale. <laughs> Basically, much. yeah, that was it. <laughs> Here's a battle yeah. rail for you all. Enjoy. Oh, it's, it, you know what? We can tie that to the conspiracy. GameStop, you know, updated the review. Now it's got a battle royale. It's got that hotness. Yep. <laughs> like what is it? like a spicy pepper. Time, okay. Ubisoft. Oh, Ubisoft was terrible. Yeah, I watched I that whole thing, good. and it just—it was a fucking snorefest. Justin and I watched it together in a voice chat, and we were uh-huh. like, uh, like, we didn't even know it was over. Yeah, the that, dog. Was, that was the worst part. The dog was the best part of the show. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, Watch Dogs is a cool concept, but I really don't know how I feel about a game with no main character. I think a lot of the story is going to get lost. I, I think it's going to be one of those games where it's more about... The, it's more about DeadSec than it is about an individual within DeadSec. Yeah, probably. And Ghost Recon, it looked good. It's Ghost Recon. <laughs> the hypest part was the Punisher is the bad guy. Cool. I'm okay with that. Uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine? Three-player with the Terminator? So pretty mm. much every E3 announcement this year... <laughs> Everything has, Terminator. Everything has a Terminator in it. I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> Out of spite. So, um, Keanu Reeves and the Terminator are going to be in every game now. Uh, pretty much. And the, the weirdest, weirdest flex of E3 goes to Ubisoft for one reason and one reason only. Okay, go. Just dance on the fucking Wii? <laughs> on the Wii? I don't think hey, that man. counts as a flex, Thomas. Hey, it's man, they know their audience. They know their audience, bro. <laughs> it's not a good flex, but it's a flex. They have elder. They have elderly women who are still buying that. They have they, people like Greg Miller's mom. 
at Walmart. Who got, a who got a Switch in 2012 from their son or grandson because they thought it was fun. They've just have, for lack of a better term, they've just been dancing, bro. But all in all, Ubisoft was a waste of time. Now, okay. for the two best conferences of E3. Yes. Square Enix yes. was so fucking hyped. Square was lit, dude. The Final Fantasy remake looks dope. Yeah. Looks so good. Let me tell you it's not dope. Well, first off, yes, it looks great. I got to see some of the gameplay footage. And the way they're doing combat this time, I like it. Intuitive. Looks <clears> great. Uh, please, for the love of God, never refer to it to Final Fantasy thirteen with one of the worst combat mechanics Thank I've you. ever played in a Final Fantasy game in my fucking life. The fact that you have to break a a opponent's guard. Listen, there was a point where I was super powerful and I was still having to break enemies that were in starter areas just to fully kill them. That was the worst mechanic I've ever seen. So please, for future reference, don't don't compare it to that because this isn't that. I watched that gameplay footage and it is not that at all. Uh, you fill your gauge, do your magic and stuff, and you can stop the game mid, you know, like as you're fighting, which is great. Uh, it reminded me a lot, actually, of a Star Ocean game, the way the battle system works now. Mm -hmm. Now, I will not. Well, I need to see how many episodes they're going to try to fucking uh, rate me with. Because you don't even know. Because they guess someone what? asked. Someone asked, and they're like, "We're not even sure." Guess what, gentlemen? I'm. How much are these coming out for? Forty or sixty? We don't know. I think the first one's 60. Okay, I'm not... You. I will never, never fucking pay $60 over three installments, because it's probably going to be three games long, for something I literally have on my PlayStation now in its original form. How are you going to put it in episodes and charge us all $60 per episode? I don't give a fuck what I you're 1, remaking. I 1,000% agree with you. You can re be remaking Final Fantasy VIII, my, my favorite Final Fantasy of all time, and I'll still tell you to go fuck yourself with that shit. Are you kidding me? You wanted me to pay probably, I, I think we can all agree that's probably going to be at least three games. So you want me to pay at least $120, uh, no, sorry, $118 to 100 and, and I don't know, let's say $60 if they go to, uh, or 100 to 120 if they go 40 per copy. That is ridiculous. To be fair, ridiculous. though, to be fair, they did say this is more of a reimagining. So again the, the, a lot of this is going to depend on the quality of the game i i really think the first one it has to set the precedence and depending on how long it is and how much they're going to cost it's going to justify whether or not people are going to buy into it but yeah but if the first game only takes place in midgard up until what when when the thing collapses that's yeah. not that much of the game it's really not how that, so yeah. they're going to stretch out I'm, the first I'm six upset. hours yeah, they're going to stretch up. It's it's literally like the first three hours of the game is going to be stretched to 60 hours. How? I'm intrigued to see how. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, we, we don't know. So I, I'm i just I as just, curious I, as well, but I feel like it's it, doesn't feel, we're gonna get, it doesn't feel we're gonna good get to me. Suckered. We're going to get suckered into buying a $60 game at a hype, and then they're going to slowly spoon-feed us these these expansions or episodes or whatever and then but you're gonna either be like okay well i don't care about this enough or i've already gotten this many so i guess i'll buy the rest let me let me make a quick thing real fast 
I'm the man complaining about this who also bought all four episodes of dot, the original Dot Hack. <laughs> uh, I still own every Dot Hack game. So listen, George, I'm with you. I, I'm willing to see. I, I'm willing to take my opinions as just a, a wayward opinion right now until I see exactly how many it is. And like you said, it's a reimagining. So maybe they're they're going to take liberties here and there to make it longer, and and it will be worth it. So I mean, obviously, I, I'm heated thinking about it now, but maybe once I see their plan for it, I'll be like, okay, well that makes sense. Fuck, I was wrong. Um, but it's just if they're going to do it the way that I'm imagining, uh, I'm just like, god damn, like how are you guys going to do that to Final Fantasy VII fans? I I That's almost fair. think. I almost think it, it, you they can't do that. Final Fantasy VII is one of the seven and eight have the biggest followings, in my opinion. And if you burned one of those, like Jesus, like I I just don't think they're that dumb, you know. But I feel like there's also that part of the fan base that like because they've spent so long, like following it and waiting for it, that they they're willing to defend it. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen a lot of that. This is the moment where I raise my hand. People raise your hand. Awful (laughs) games. Yeah, look at Thomas. He bought Kingdom Hearts. Hey, I stand by that it's a phenomenal game, and my favorite game of this generation. I'll get it when it's on sale. I'll get it when it's on sale and give it a chance. I I was a huge Kingdom Hearts one and two fan, so it felt like a PS2 game, and that's what I hated about it. But that's a different game, a different story, a different time. Okay, Tommy, continue. Another Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy fourteen might be the game to get me into MMOs. Okay. That trailer was because dumb hype. That trailer looked so cool. The new expansion? Yeah. I know the game plays nothing like that trailer, but oh my god, it looked good. I I didn't see it unfortunately. <laughs> um big into the lore, man. You might it, the, like it, it sold me on the lore. Right, that's what I'm saying. Dragon Quest eleven on the Switch. Thank you. And thank Smartest you, Nintendo, thing. for putting a release date on that. Smart. Smart. And then we've got so many remasters that they announced, like Final Fantasy VIII, The Last Remnant, Crystal Chronicles. Crystal and Chronicles is going to be dope. I'm all for it. <laughs> and then, in my opinion, the mm. best thing I've seen, Avengers. I'm oh, hyped. Now, I, 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 I just, I just want to say, though, I'm I'm disappointed in the Avengers. I'm disappointed in the Avengers reveal because it looks like a bunch of like knockoff Avengers, like piggybacking off the success of the movies. And we saw okay. zero. We saw zero gameplay. Well, I think that the the Iron Man flying on the bridge scene may have been gameplay. Uh, or, we saw or, a total of fifteen seconds of gameplay in that whole trailer. I did appreciate the Hulk, like. Shaking that guy out of the tank and then kicking him real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm hopeful for the story because Crystal Dynamics is working on it and they did an amazing job with Tomb Raider that I'm confident this story will be great. I'm really um, confused by the story based on the trailer because Captain America I, died, but he was still there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if that was, like, him being there before the explosion or what. I don't know. Or I think if it's, it's just I, I, co-op I missions it, where you can select your character, who knows? I think I think it's a pretty ballsy move to uh, show us Captain America and then just fucking kill him off. That's probably what we saw was probably like the the very beginning cinematic and like your tutor role of the gameplay, and then killing him off at the beginning. Like I think that's that's pretty ballsy. 
Uh, they announced him as a playable character, so how does that work? I don't know, but maybe you're playing as Bucky. DLC. As money. <laughs> you gotta pay to get Captain America. Uh, pay to revive Captain America. I mean, I know how it could work. Down, oh, download. They could call it, they could call it uh, the America's Ass DLC. You download Captain America for $17.76. Well, no, if they go the route of the comics where Captain America allegedly dies by an explosion but the explosion knocks him through time. Ooh. Not saying I want that, because that was a really weird cop-out on Marvel's part, but there's there's a precedence to bring Captain America back from the... Okay, what else you got? Much like Superman. Uh, over to Nintendo, which I think was... While Avengers was the my favorite game that I've seen, Nintendo had the best conference. Nintendo nailed it, dude. Like... A sequel to Breath of the Wild, which I stand by, is the greatest game ever made. I uh, well, I don't know about that. I saw I, I saw that and squealed like a little it. girl. Um, and like I'm not huge on 2D Zelda, but I'm gonna play Link's Awakening, and you best believe I pre-ordered that amiibo because it's adorable. Yeah, I my son is so excited for Things Awakening. Like he watches that Nintendo Direct like almost daily, dude. Like and I'm so um, excited for him. Like it's definitely going like, to it's going it, to a big part of my childhood. It's so definitely going to be his first Zelda game and I'm I'm so excited. Yeah. I I mean his his own little co- copy. Like I'm going to get him his own copy of that game. Like nice. Here you go, bud. Like but cuz like uh, Astral Chain. Uh, no More Heroes three. Yeah, No More Heroes three. I'm all in. So good. And I loved No More Heroes on the GameCube. Yeah. Oh, I played the shit out of that. Was No More Heroes on the GameCube? I thought it started on the Wii. The Wii. The Wii. Oh, the Wii. I'm sorry. Same shit. <laughs> no, I was about to say like I'll, I might have to go and find a GameCube copy of that then. <laughs> um. Luigi's Mansion, not necessarily my type of game because I didn't like the first one at all. Yeah, I was like, okay, but, whatever. But it looks I cool. Love, I love Luigi's Mansion. It took me a long time to get into it, but I like, so I like that they're adding co-op to it with Gooigi and all that. Like, it's a cool concept. Gooigi sounds like what I say when I come. <laughs> I, I was gonna say Anthony's been quiet for a while. Oh, Gooigi! I feel sorry <laughs> no, for your uh, wife. All jokes aside, Luigi's Mansion 3 looks pretty dope. Like, yeah, and please feel sorry for my wife because she has to deal with that every time. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 looked really good. And my, my middle son, Caleb, is a huge Luigi's Mansion fan. He had it on DS. Uh-huh. So when we do eventually get a Switch, this is definitely a game I'll be buying and the boys can play it. But it, I thought it looked really good. Yeah. It, I, I, think it, I think it looks awesome. Yeah, like, it's, then, definitely, it's definitely a game I definitely pick up and let the kids play for sure it's just not something i'd pick up to play i, I don't think like my wife yeah. would probably play it too but um yeah i'm i'm link's awakening it just has my son so excited and it, it has me excited watching him be excited it's like every time i see it like my heart yeah, when they first showed the art style i was like i was like why i don't want this but it, it's grown on me a little bit yeah well did you play the original yeah yeah, like I remember playing it, and I was just like, "This doesn't feel like a regular Zelda game," but it's it's definitely in my top five. It's definitely like it's a it's at number six. Like it's a solid, amazing Zelda game at its core. So I'm really looking forward to see what they've done with it. And 
to wrap up my E3. Uh, Nintendo, while having the best conference, had to let me down somehow. Animal with Crossing? This motherfucking Pokemon news oh. that I can't transfer all my Pokemon. <laughs> fucks! But, but... Pokemon is the highest selling franchise in the world. And you're trying to tell me you can't bring on people to animate some damn sprites that are in X and Y and Sun and Moon and all that? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Independent contractors Pissed. are a thing that exists. Save that. I want you to save that that passion to fairy yeah. for topic two. Well, it's a perfect segue then because that wraps up my E3. There we go. That you missed was... something. Tommy, any three thoughts? Uh, oh, Devolver. The best conference in the whole show. Being Devolver. The, you know what? Justin, take over Devolver because I don't understand it. There's nothing to understand. Uh, it It's a conference <laughs> that didn't take itself seriously. It announced nothing but fire. There was literally no downside. It was entertaining and it showed gameplay. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Nobody talked about Animal Crossing. Oh, Thomas, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I forgot about Animal Crossing. <laughs> Thomas, what the fuck, man? Uh, Animal, Crossing, about Animal, Crossing. An- Animal Crossing got me excited um, to, for two reasons. One, used to play that game with my mom. Um, she's no longer with us anymore, so it kind of hits me in the feels. But two, online co-op in an Animal Crossing game that doesn't require like someone being in the same room with you is just super exciting to me. So I'm really looking forward to getting this, making my brother buy it, and having a dope ass island so i'm more excited about being okay. able to to make a pathway than i should be <laughs> like that was the takeaway i was like fuck i can make a, a road <laughs> that's what i used to do with like my clothing patterns like i would make like little like pathways out of my clothing patterns and all my clothes would look like fucking dirt roads not anymore but yeah um, animal crossing Animal Crossing's cool, but like I've never been like too into it, so I don't really have much of an opinion on it. But I can respect the fact that a lot of people love it. It's it's definitely one of those games you could just chill out and play, dude. Like it's that's yeah. what the whole thing is about. It's just relax and enjoy yourself. Like that's there's nothing. It's to real do. life that you can turn off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I did see that so... Mr. Rossetti's not going to be in this one because it has an autosave feature, which is complete total bullshit. No, nah, he's gonna be in it. It's gonna he's gonna be in it somehow. Maybe he he like comes into your room at night and just like he, he like wakes you up and you're like, Holy fuck, Mr. Mercedes, how'd you get in here? And he's like, That's not the issue. The issue is that uh and with an Alex Jones voice he goes, They're turning the frogs gay In the animal in in the animal crossing speak, he's like Mr. Rossetti was Alex Jones the whole time. Oh my god. He's like, buy my dick pills. Okay, go on. Sorry. So to wrap up E3, I wanted to ask <laughs> you guys, what, like the three of you, what's your favorite thing that you saw? Like, I'm, I'm curious. Spirit Fair, hands down, Spirit Fair. It looks, it, it looks like it's gonna be an awesome game, and like I'm totally down for, uh, so like a creatively ship building story driven game. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna work at all. But I'm excited okay. to give it a chance. It looks really pretty. Um, for me, okay. it's definitely both 
Link's Awakening and that Breath of the Wild sequel is in development. Like, I legit screamed like a little girl, and my wife came from the back of the house to ask me if everything was okay when I saw that. Like, so, um, for me, yeah, for me, I'm a Zelda nerd, so I'm just like super hyped. Um, Link's Awakening again because my son is so hyped for that game, and I'm I can't wait. I'm gonna have to buy two copies of it. It's just. It is what it is, but I, I, I'm like, it's perfect. Um, I, I, I can't wait to play it. So, yeah. um, either Link's Awakening or Elden Ring. Elden Ring was sick. Two the, for Link's the Awakening, though. For Elden Ring was just, it, it was like, it told us nothing, but it told us everything. And then the news about it being an open world Souls type. Sign me up. That's the one that uh, George R. R. Martin's working on, right? With yeah. FromSoft, yeah. So we got Game of Thrones Souls game. Makes sense. Makes sense. I'm I'm just really excited about it. I I have a lot of good feelings, and like I've I've kind of fallen out of the Souls games, and like to be excited for those again mm-hmm. really makes me happy. Bro, you got to get Sekiro like when it goes on sale. You'll I, love I it. Just, I don't have any interest in it. You wild. Wild. <laughs> uh, okay. Topic two. So we've gotten a ton of news for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Lots and lots of news. Now, when I saw this news, I thought to myself, well, I've got friends that love this game, and I've got friends that don't like this game. So I immediately got a hold of George and said, George, you want to do this round table type thing? George said, Yeah. And I was like, Cool. I know who just to ask. And I was like, We're gonna ask Tommy and Justin. And George was like, Cool, do your thing. And I go, Tommy, Justin, and George, I put us all in a group, uh, tweet, DM, and I say, hey, what's up, you fuckers? We're going to do this Pokemon debate. And Justin goes, good. I think it's shit. And I go, I think it's shit, too. And then Tommy and George like, well, we love it. And it was like, perfect. It's 2v2 two, two in a uh, Fallout 76-style battle round. Round one. Oh, no. Fight. <laughs> oh, no. I'm now, out. listen. Now, listen. I just want to preface. I have lots of issues with this game. I do think they're doing some things right. Now, I want to start it off with Tommy and George. Actually, no, with me and Justin talking about the reasons why we don't like it because I want to end it on a good note. Now, granted, this is this is this is just a debate between friends. We don't got to get wild with this shit. If I think that's getting a little too intense, I will. I will jump in and I will. We're not going to get too spicy. Uh, And I'll be like, I'll like, listen up, guys. We need to calm down. It's obvious. Uh, George and Tommy are wrong. Justin, we're right. Podcast Whoa. over. Fuck you, Anthony. You're wrong. Podcast over. Obviously, you're, you're, the way you feel about Pokemon is wrong. Just, Justin and I win. Uh, let's go build Gundams. We walk off into the sunset. <laughs> sunset. Yes. And there's explosion mines. Yeah. Explosion. Uh, you don't even look behind you. As we're walking away, we just Char's like, or Amaro's just like, Gundam! And then George and I sit here planning our Pokemon Circle Jerk Pop. Exactly. Now, <laughs> now Justin... Justin, let let it loose, let it fly, as they say. So, um, I do want to preface this by saying there is a little bit of bias here. I've kind of grown out of Pokemon a little bit, but this isn't the first time this has happened. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I kind of fell out of Pokemon after like Gen three or four, maybe I don't know, and uh, they I just don't get excited for them anymore. It just, I feel like I've spent a really long time waiting for this Pokemon game. 
and now that we now that it's here, I'm like too old to appreciate it. Okay. Um, but I mean, I I might flip flop on this in the future. We'll see what happens. Um, but I I got like the last one, Sun and Moon, and I really enjoyed them because they did something different. Uh, not to say yeah, I hated Sun and Moon. Not not to say that they were perfect. There were a lot of things I didn't like, but I thought that it was a good way to to kind of push the series. And this, I feel, is not a good way to push the series. Um, there's a lot of really weird, lazy changes that I don't really agree with. Um, the, the legendaries are boring. They are the most boring things I've ever seen. They're the same Pokemon with slightly different changes. And that, like, normally we either get something that's really weird or really cool. And there's two different ones every time. And this time we're getting two of the same. It's basically a palette swap. They might as well just be different colors. Um, the what, What's the new mode called where they get big? Dynamax. Yeah, lazy. Dynamax. Lazy. And it's so whack. It's... It, I appreciated like Mega Evolutions because it was an actual new asset. It was something that kind of took something that existed and made it a temporary like it was like being Super Saiyan, you know. It was a new addition to what we already knew and loved. And this is just like, hey, what's a really easy way to make something look stronger and convey that it's better? We'll just blow the the fucking model up and put, like, a red floaty thing over it. It just, it looks really lazy and weird to me. I 100% agree. Uh, the reasoning behind Dynamix, and I've got a quote here as well, um, was that they wanted every Pokemon to have a way to shine. You know, other than the Mega Evolutions, we wanted every Pokemon to be able to use the Dynamax. Well, you had this type of cyst you had something that every pokemon could use in sun and moon that they implemented with those crystals i don't remember the goddamn name but allowed them yeah allowed them to use z moves and all pokemon had a z move now granted they were generic based off what their types were and everything but every pokemon had a z move the dynamax thing makes absolutely no sense to me uh like you said yeah it's it's like we've come up with these innovations for pokemon sword shield you can now battle with everyone's like, oh my god, yes, innovation. Larger Pokemon. And they're like, what the fuck? And the red. Huh? What? Oh, and also if you catch them, you have a giant red Pokeball that doesn't look like it exists. It's ethereal, and you throw it at them and you hit them. But also in this group of four, only one of you can go big. Well, why the fuck are we grouped up if only one of us can go big? I don't get it, but the quote is here's my quote music looking for the quote oh now on Nintendo Switch we have more resolution to work with maybe you're playing on a big screen TV Omari said so the ability to see the difference in size of the Pokemon was a lot easier this time it was something we wanted to challenge ourselves with this time are you wanting to challenge yourselves with making the Pokemon bigger go into the back end go to font size click the font from 14 to 22 it's fucking bigger how is that a challenge how is that a challenge yeah. What is it? What is it a challenge? We also made them red, which was really hard to do. Our our, our graphics guys had a really hard time hitting. <laughs> What's it called on paint? Where you you hit the little paint can and it does the whole thing. Phil. Phil. Yeah, yeah. Our, our graphic uh, designers had a really hard time doing uh, 
spill on every single Pokemon. <laughs> now, I'm not gonna lie, that was kind of funny. Now, I'm gonna give him this. Them not having every single like them, you not being able to move your Pokemon from Pokemon Home or Pokemon Storage into this game, it makes sense. The Nintendo Switch is brand new architecture. All of the past Pokemon that they've gone in have all been for the DS, for that the architect the architecture made for the DS, that that operating system. We've got the Nintendo Switch, and I get it, they could have independent uh contractors do this, but I feel like Game Freak and Nintendo are so um especially Game Freak is so uh well, it's, well, like like they're I, so in you off for one second. Yeah, give me it, give me it. Didn't they they charge people like monthly for like a uh, cloud based uh, no. box thing. Five dollars a year for Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, it was yearly. It was yearly. Why couldn't they just use that? They are. It's You're... going to their server, so why couldn't you upload your existing Pokemon to that? They don't have the assets made. made. They you're using bank to go to home and then using home to go to sword and shield. But <laughs> if the Pokemon can't go to Sword and Shield, they're stuck at Pokemon Home or what I'm now gonna refer to as Pokemon Prison. <laughs> okay. um but I, I i i get it i get why everybody's mad but i also get at the same time like this is a whole new system with a whole new like coding and you now have to transfer all those pokemon to a different you know operating system uh i'm sure it'll be there and game freak isn't stupid and they know everybody wants their their you know all their pokemon in there they know they have those enthusiasts that got to catch them all and want every single pokemon in every single game and i have a feeling they'll fix it it may take maybe a year but they'll get the assets in there and then you'll be able to it's kind of shitty that the start you can't throw in your articuno or whatever pokemon you want some legendary so you can go in there and just start kicking ass and taking names why was your go-to articuno i don't know so the first thing i can think of the first thing i can think of like, i've never heard anybody just say articuno i mean that is my favorite bird but I just want my septile, man. How is Articuno your favorite bird? Well, it's because Zapdos looks like a fucking idiot. Zapdos is just a bunch of fucking triangles. You shut I mean, your fucking mouth. Zapdos is the shit. Oh, my God. I feel like Zapdos is probably my favorite, but he does look Moltres. like a triangle. Moltres is actually my favorite. Moltres, a flying a phoenix makes more sense than flying ice bird and flying electricity bird. The flying ice bird, just, he's just a bunch of squiggles. Fuck, you're right. God damn it. He's like a bunch of blue squiggles with clouds on him. <laughs> Yo, wow. I mean, you're not wrong, now that I think about it. Anyways, Justin, what else irks you about the game? I, I, I don't know, man. I think that was pretty much it. Here's my thing. We don't need another hundred fucking Pokemon. Listen, too, yeah. listen, listen. They are definitely running out of ideas. A lot of these, especially the legendaries, look basic as fuck. Um... The like one of the I got a sword dog and a shield dog. The shield dog is literally wearing a shield. How is that legendary? Someone just put a shield on their fucking dog and threw it out into the wild. I can do that too. My dog probably won't be able to walk. So kudos to that dog's uh, neck muscles. But and then they have sword dog from Dark Souls. Uh, I just stop. Like in the next, we don't need new Pokemon anymore. I think we Pokemon has become uh, something like Spider Man. Remember when we all watched Homecoming and we got a five second uh we got a five second nod to Spider-Man's backstory. We don't need it anymore. Just like we don't need a hundred new Pokemon every single generation. Give me a brand new Pokemon game. And you know what? They got the switch. They got the power to do it now. Give me a brand new Pokemon game after this one. Generation nine. Okay? Guess what? It's generation nine. We are not making any new Pokemon. But 
off of the two, give us like, I don't know, let's say, I'm just throwing these in there, Pokemon uh, Pillow and Pokemon Blanket. And in Pokemon <laughs> Pillow, uh, out of a thousand Pokemon that we have total, the 500 of them are in Pokemon Pillow, and the other 500 are in Pokemon Blanket. And guess what? You have your choice uh, when you want to start. You've got your choice from every starter that was ever made. You can choose one of those starters. It's like an all-star game. And then, guess what? All those other starters, they're somewhere in the world. Go fucking find them, you fucking nerds. But we don't need all these new Pokemon every single time. Like, okay, there were in, in, in the last game, in, in Pokemon Sun and Moon, which I love, by the way. I love the things they did differently. I loved Sun and Moon. But we got a fucking sandcastle and a garbage pile. Yeah, I was going to say, remember remember the first new Pokemon from this generation they announced was in uh, it was in Pokemon Go, and it was a fucking bolt. I just don't get it. Like, like we don't... Like, I get it. You're having a hard time thinking of shit. I would, too, after, what, 10, 15 years of making all these Pokemon. 20. Like, 20 years. We don't need... I, I think Pokemon is at a point in time where it does not need new Pokemon. We don't need any more new Pokemon, except for Legendaries. Every Pokemon game has two specific legendaries. If you want to do two different legendaries, do it. I get it. I get that one. But we don't need an extra 100 Pokemon anymore. We're adults now. That's what I think. Okay. All right, Tommy. Fire it off. Now, let me start this by saying, have you heard of my Lord and Savior, Scorebun? Score Bunny is the only good design out of the starters. No, Score Bunny, Anthony, no, amazing. no, <laughs> we were doing so good. Yeah, Score Bunny is <laughs> the only good design. It's got listen. Score Bunny has it has a Nelly bandage on him. I mean, that's the only good thing about it. I'm all about. But... Score Bunny has a Nelly bandage. You're gonna tell me Score Bunny isn't the best original starting Pokemon pick design? That starter. No man, stop playing man. fucking hot in here. Wait, he's the, the, he's the Sabu, boy. I was gonna say he's the depressed water Pokemon. Yeah, I'd be depressed if I fucking look like that too. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm Team Sobble. I'm I'm taking Sobble. Sobble and and I mean Stick Monkey's pretty cool too. But Stick okay. Monkey. <laughs> I'm not I'm not feeling the bunny. I just, I I feel like we had a bunny Pokemon and he was the same thing. Uh, but, then, but then again, Sabo looks like Discount Mudkip, so, I mean, who am I? What the really fuck am I saying? Discount Mudkip? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm super bummed about not being able to transfer my Pokemon, like all of them, because it's like, I've gone through for years, since Gen 3, and been transferring through Gen 7, and I'm like... You're telling me I can't bring all of these with me? This sucks. Thomas, Thomas, you're supposed to be fighting for Pokemon, not against it. No, I was prefacing <laughs> by saying my one issue. Um, but other than that, I'm hyped. Uh, I think that re returning to gyms after Sun and Moon removing them is the that best thing my, they could have done. That was my biggest gripe with Sun and Moon. But, no, I love that. That was great. I like the challenges, me? but I wish that they were they weaved it in with the the gym. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I, I I get that. I just I appreciate the fact that they gave us a different. I mean, yeah. you did kind of have a gym leader here and there. that wasn't it was a gym, but it wasn't a gym. But I did appreciate them, like doing something different in, in something that we've had for you know seven games before that or like, eight games, six games before. Like that. if they were gonna have that, why didn't they just do a challenge mm -hmm. like the challenge 
that leads into a gym leader. Like, I mean, because they're, basically, they're... truthfully, that's basically what we had. It was the same thing, just it was named differently. No, you and had there were four, no actual. Uh, you had four Kahuna masters, or whatever the fuck they were called. What sounds cooler, gym leader, gym leader, or Kahuna master? Because I'm gym taking leader. Kahuna master every day. Uh, I think Cockmaster sounds better. Uh, like, then it all ended with those four becoming the elite fucking four and you facing the professor who dubbed himself the champion. You watch your fucking mouth, he's not wearing a shirt. Like, all he was wearing was what? a lab coat with no the shirt underneath. Fuck! Listen, he was the only professor that we can we can accurately say he he, he fucks. He fucks hard. He he's not wearing a shirt. He's only wearing a lab coat. He's, he's, fucking, he's, he's further in the world of Pokemon and, 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 and just fucking like wild. If your next stream yeah, isn't he's just a you point. in a lab coat and no shirt, I'm calling you a fucking hypocrite. I'm just saying, like, like we, we hands down, he's the first professor in any Pokemon that we know gets fucking down. All the other ones look but, like they're, they're so old and they don't do it anymore because they got to take up a little blue pill. But he looks like he's on the beach just looking for them, honeys. He's just on there, you want to see my Squirtle? You know, like, he's just fucking looking for it. I think Wild Area looks super cool. Yes! The fact that, the fact that they've got, like, just all those Pokemon there with the raid battles, even though they're Dynamaxed. And I agree, it's kind of dumb that only one person can catch it. I got huge uh, Dragon just, Quest vibes from the way the, uh, the monsters were roaming around. Like, that... Is super cool. They took the Pokemon being in the overworld from Let's Go and put that in Wild Area. They took the raid battles the from Let's Go. Let's Go did right. Can, they can took I? The, what up? Can I just throw this out real fast? Someone posted on Twitter uh, a picture of a of a Machoke chasing someone, and it was like Machoke will chase you down. Machoke will chase you down and trouble you till you die. And <laughs> Professor Oak is rolling over in his grave because you were riding your bike in the ocean. Yes. It kind of makes sense, though. There are ocean bikes. I've seen those, and I get it. It's silly, but I get it. But I just really want to be chased by a Machoke and say, please don't. Don't stop choking me. <laughs> like, I think Dynamax is better than the Z-moves, but worse oh, than Mega fuck. Evolutions. Like, Mega Evolutions were fucking dope. It well, was the, like they the, took the, the best thing from was... Digimon and put that bitch in Pokemon. The, the, the rumor was they were going to be armored evolutions this time, and I thought that was yeah, the I dumbest thing. Hey, oh, you got Nessence in England, you're going to get some armor on your Pokemons. And so I was like, that's so let's, stupid. Let's, let's take this back a second. What if we didn't have Dynamax, and then based on which version you had, you either got like an armored version or a weaponized version of your Pokemon? That, would that makes no sense. Like, I'm just going to throw my Charizard a fucking sword? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what makes more sense? Doing that, or your Pokemon just magically gets fucking giant. <laughs> I don't think any um, of them sound good. Just stick to Mega I Evolutions. Think, I think in the way that they were explaining how Sun and I not Sun and damn it, Sword and Shield, like the way the world is and how Pokemon battles are the biggest form of entertainment out there, it kind of makes sense. They're like, hey, let's just go fucking big, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm okay with this because. It makes sense in the world. And it makes sense that Mega Evolutions aren't there because that was very much a 
Kalos region discovery and study. And Z-Moves were in a low and thin. Scientific discoveries with the rest of the world? Yeah. That's kind of a dick move. It, I mean, it is, but it's what happens. Yeah, like, like the, the England area already have shitty teeth, so no one showed them toothpaste. And now they're not exactly. going to show Mega Evolutions? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, Mega Evolution, uh, Mega Evolution Charizard would go up to that big, big old tall Pikachu and kick him right in his fucking face. And Dynamax, it just exudes big dick energy. It's not. I'm you can't call it big dick energy if it literally gives you a giant, a giant or penis. It's a move. It's the only way I've got big dick energy, man. <laughs> got <laughs> Honey, please don't shrink me. <laughs> I can't get any smaller. <laughs> George, George, what are your thoughts? Um, my biggest excitement for the, these new games is definitely the ability to play online with friends. Um, that is incredibly exciting for me. Um, do I agree? I agree with you guys. Dynamax is kind of somewhat lame, but I do kind of like that it's only limited to three turns, so it's somewhat strategic. I, I, I kind of want to withhold opinion on that, until I play it, to be honest. But to be, overall, I'm excited for the games. Um, <clears throat> you guys all had really good points, though. Like, I, I and and ultimately, it, it's going to come down to how the games play when they come out. And oh, 100. Yeah. So th- that's that's kind of where I'm putting my chips. But but the trailers did excite me. So that's why I I fall in the camp of you leave Pokemon Sword and Shield alone, Anthony. Um, Listen, I'm just, I'm just salty because I really wanted this to be the reason why I buy a Switch. In, in, I do I I think that the Breath the of the Wild le- should be the reason you buy a Switch. Absolutely, I was gonna say Breath of the Wild and uh, Mario Odyssey are the reason you should own a Switch. But 100%. I just yeah. didn't think that Grandia remastered like uh, dual edition was gonna be the reason why I want to buy a Switch. I really thought that Pokemon Gen Eight they were gonna do something different or something wild. And it was gonna like draw me in, and then I saw all the details, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, that's kind of how I feel. Is like it, it's like I said, this is the this is the Pokemon game that we've all wanted. It, we have the hybrid console, so it's it's you know you can take it with you, you can play it at home on the big TV. It's got beautiful graphics, and it just I feel like after the twenty years we've waited for it, it just it doesn't quite meet that hype. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this game's gonna come out. It's gonna be fucking amazing, and it's gonna get me to buy a Switch and try it. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat all that crow and humble pie as you, as Tommy and George feed it to me until I die. And then we trade Pokemon. Yeah, and then you eat my body while trading Pokemon. Lots of nutrition there. And oh, to go on the legendaries. How did no one not see that it was just gonna be a dog with a sword and dog with a shield coming? They're literally on the fucking symbol. There's a sword with a dog on the head. A shield with the dog on the top. How did no one see this coming? Nintendo literally put it in our faces. You know what? This isn't has this has nothing to do with Pokemon Sword and Shield. But I just feel like Detective Pikachu really missed the mark on giving us some sort of Jesse and James cameo. Alright, that's I all I have. I see that movie still. Like, I just really wanted to hear someone say, Yes, Jesse? You know, because James is like the most fabulous pokemon character of them all but, okay back to pokemon sword and shield just had to get that out of my head i you know i that <laughs> totally went over my head when i watched it 
and now I'm mad that it didn't happen. Yeah, all you want, all you had to hear was that Jesse James. That should have been like an after the credits scene. I just want Jesse and James in every Pokemon theme. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Okay, so obviously, like I know for me and Justin, there's things that we like about it, things that we don't. I think the things that we don't like about it outweigh it. But guess what? The game's not out yet, so we still have plenty to see. There could be something that's going to sway Justin and I. I do think Dynamax is lazy. I think it's a very lazy, special thing to do. Um, I don't understand it. It makes absolutely no... I, I don't know why we need giant Pokemon. Mega Evolutions? Z-moves? Stuff like that? That makes sense. You know, like, let's give them a, something a little more. You can go at Mega Evolution. Okay. It makes your, your Pokemon incredibly overpowered for no reason. But we're going to give it to you. But, hey, your Pokemon can get big. But the other guys yeah. got big Pokemon, too. And they, big Pokemon can only fight big Pokemon. If Dynamax happened in, like, Gen 3, nobody would have added it in eye. They would have been like, okay, yeah, this makes yeah. sense. Perfect. But now it's like we know how all this technology works, and we know that it's really easy to just scale something up. Well, Good points. Good points. I also I know how I'm going to make Justin play Pokemon. I'm gonna make his daughter want it, and then him have to buy it. That doesn't mean I'm gonna play it. Look what happened with Hey You Pikachu. That game. Hey You Pikachu. Did not last. Or not Hey You Pikachu. Damn. Uh, let's. Let's go. go Pikachu, whatever the fuck it's called. Let's go to the store, Pikachu, and get and some also, pizza. You guys were talking about this being the game everybody wanted. I call bullshit because the game everybody wants is Pokemon Snap 2. God damn it! How? <laughs> That no, is the no, biggest no. facts, especially as a photographer. Very true. Like, <laughs> I would, I would bathe in. Po I want it. I need it. Original right. Snap was D. Yep. It was, so, it was good. so good. I remember renting that from Blockbuster like multiple times. It was so good. I remember <laughs> my parents renting it from Movie Gallery to the point that they just had to buy it for me from Walmart. Was there like? I can't remember if there was a beach scene or not, but I do remember taking more pictures of the of the females than the actual Pokemon. And my friends being like, "You didn't take any pictures of Pokemon." I was like, "No, I got the important." There, in this one. there was a beach part in that. I got what I I took pictures of what I wanted. Okay, those are intentional. <laughs> and if you look this way, the Voltorb looks like it's going in her. Don't shame this man. He's an artist. I am <laughs> shaming him. Artist. I'm an artist, and I'm working on my art. So thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Justin and Tommy for joining us today. Justin got his third time on the show. Tommy, no, sorry. Tommy oh, got his third right. time. Justin got his second time. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on the show and talking about E3 and talking about the new Pokemon with us and just hanging out and having this discussion. I think this is probably going to end up being like our longest episode, which is pretty cool too. George, is, would you say it's probably about our longest episode? Uh, at this point, definitely. Hells yes. Uh, so only two topics. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, luckily both topics were, were pretty big topics, especially True. the free one. And this I is like, like the biggest week of gaming, like every year. So I feel like, and when it comes to Pokemon, you could just—I mean, you could realistically talk about Pokemon for hours. Uh, yeah. So, let's take a quick break. Actually, no, it. Sorry. Justin, Tommy, tell tell the people where, where where they can find you. Let's start off with uh, Justin. Tell us tell us where we can find you. Uh the the big spots to find me are on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, 
Justinius Builds on both of those platforms, uh, but I am on just about every social media platform as that, so come hang out. All right, Tommy, you're up. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at and Twitter at Nightwing593 and on Instagram at Nightwing5930. I'm more active on my Twitch and Twitter than anything, but you might see an occasional stupid post on Instagram. Sweetness. All right, so we are going to take a quick break, and then we'll hop in that outro. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we're back. I feel like we had an awesome conversation about E3 and Pokemon with the awesome Justin, a.k.a. Justinius Bills, and Tommy, a.k.a. Nightwing593. Just want to say a big thank you to them for joining us this week on episode, what are we, 32? Episode 32. Hell yeah. George, Good how shit. you feel about episode Oh, it was amazing. I, I really enjoyed talking with everybody and their thoughts. So, I just feel E3 and Pokemon, just like we could have talked about both those for just hours and hours more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely the longest podcast we've had, but definitely worth the wait. So, for sure. I agree. All right, let's hop of that outro. So, uh, I still don't have the outro, so we're going off of just my we're head. Sh- we're shooting for the so- hip. Don't forget, you can leave us a message on Anchor if you go to anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. You hit that message button, you get to come in, you get to leave us a voicemail saying things like, oh my god, you guys are so cool, or oh my god, I hate you guys, you dweebs. Um, You know, if you leave a message, you have a chance of us airing it on the show. Please be nice, please be nice. I mean, even if you're mean, we might air it and just dunk on you for like five minutes. But it hasn't happened yet, so we're not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> also, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash dadsbirdsnerds. Hit that support this podcast button, and you can sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. You can cancel that at any time, so if that's something you want to do, then do it. Until next time, I'm Anthony. And I'm George. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good night.